We're rolling into another episode of the Minds of Culture podcast. Today's stimulating topic is uprising. Yes, I just came with that. Came up with that off the top of my head. But doesn't matter. Let's get into it. Today, by myself again, probably going to become more regular and probably going to move the show over to more of a live show format. Got some changes to the show that's going to happen uh, in the coming future. But as right now, we're just going to do this as a regular video and uh, or podcast if you're listening just um, on a whatever platform you prefer to listen to. But moving on to what I mean by uprisings. We're seeing across the world, especially if you know, you can imagine, especially if you're in America, if you can fathom there's other places outside of America. I know, crazy thought. World doesn't revolve around us. But there's other places outside of America. And people have been dealing with situations surrounding government control a little differently than how we've been handling it here. And we've been seeing riots and uprisings and protests, some peaceful, you know, some not, but uh, a lot of disdain and pushback over the government powers shutting people's lives down, destroying people's lives, ruining businesses and careers, picking winners and losers for a virus for most demographics to have a 99% survival rate. People dislike when people bring up the survival rate, but if people believe in science says, you know, believe the experts, believe the science, I think it's ignorant to ignore the science that is against the narrative that this is the most deadly thing since the bubonic plague. It is not. Not to say people haven't died from it, not to say it is not bad, but Kobe is not necessarily a death sentence by statistical numbers um, as they show. Even recently, uh, it came out that in America, um, I believe uh, it was uh, 75% of, uh, of um, hospitalizations were o- overweight and, and or obese people. It's just like, oh, the people they told us are most vulnerable were the people that had the most hospitalizations. Who could have thought of that? Oh, goodness. Well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> Dropped my recording device, but hopefully nothing messed up. Good? Good. I think we're good. All right, so... <laughs> It's, it's it's funny that we um that we that we just seen the goalpost shifted and pushed down you know especially in the states you know fifteen fifteen days slow to spread and remember with in the context of that that was to make sure that the health industry that the nurses and the doctors weren't overloaded so that way they had time to make practices and preparations and prepare beds and prepare spaces and and you know get um some protocols and trainings and things underway so that way they could have time to anticipate and ready themselves for this influx of people they were about to have come and flood into hospitals. That was the goal for it. It was never to stop stop it from happening. It was never to make it so people, less people got it. It was never for any of that. It was so when people got it, that industry was ready to 
deal with it. Because as we've seen, if you look at, again, if you think, if you look at places outside of just America's bubble, if you look at places that have used masks, if you use places, places that have used, that have not had masks, if you look at places with the strictest lockdowns, look at places with relatively uh, little to no lockdowns, you can see over all of them that some of the stuff that we've been told is not conducive to more or less uh, infections or anything of that nature. You don't see people, you don't see that with masks that it will stop the virus. You don't see that it will even largely prevent most people from getting it as far as the population is concerned because as uh, as uh, I believe it's a da I believe it's a Danish study, but it's that it's saw that the uh, effective mask, and this is a random control group, not just you know, not um, not handpicked, not not uh, simulations, not mannequins, not any of that. Actual people, actual control group, actual random control groups uh, study saw that it was negligible, and you can see that reflected in the numbers of places that had little little lockdowns to a lot of lockdowns. You can see their numbers were relatively the same, and even in some cases, places with uh, less lockdowns had uh, had a better outcome per capita, of course. So, but I mean, of course, you can go and look all that up. You don't got to take my word for nothing. But what I do want to say is that outside of all of that, outside of all of that, we've seen that whole 15 day to slow to spread thing. We are, we are now come full circle. We're at a year into this. We're at a year into this. And we're seeing them say, Especially now, you know, when you even, if you watched uh, Senator Rand Paul talk to Dr. Fauci, we saw them talk, Tim talking about uh, wild type, random variants, stuff that could just pop up, possibly, maybe. We don't have evidence it might pop up, but it could potentially because things mutate and whatnot. But we don't know if this will. We don't know if the current vaccinations are effective or not effective against it. But it's a possibility that might possibly could maybe happen, maybe. Essentially what they're going with. Or at least what Dr. Fauci was espousing, and essentially what he said there um, in that um, in that uh, hearing, which you can go look up. He had said that, you know, the wild type. You know, that's what we're worried about. So you know, the masks have to stay. You know, everyone needs the vaccination. The masks have to stay on even with the vaccinations because you got to prepare for the wild type. So what that tells me is that if there is no like actual you know time that there always going to be a wild type there's always something we have to worry about if there's a if there's a new variant that's going to come out and a new variant come from that one a new wild type can come from that one if that's the case then what they're saying is or what he's saying there will never be into these masks there will never be into these lockdowns there will never be into these restrictions there will be always and forever some level of of control over the population to make sure to keep them in line because we always have to watch out for wild types because if he says we're going to keep doing this for wild types when does that stop when do wild types suddenly stop happening hmm? never because they can possibly happen anytime or never happen also anytime yeah see that that there there lies the issue there lies the issue
you see, there's some people that are not getting on the other side of this. Some people look at this as just, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's just stay in your house. You're cool. Just stay in your house. Why can't you just do that? Some people don't realize that maybe you say, oh, well, you know, I understand like why bars were closing, you know, you know, haircuts and stuff. I can, I can, I can go without a haircut. I can go without going get a drink with my buds. I can completely understand that. You know, I can go do that. Why? Why? I don't need to do that. I can wait. What they don't think about is the person on the other side of the counter. Can that bartender wait? They have no more income. How are they going to pay for their bills? Their water, their electricity, their car, any of those things. Medical bills. How are they going to pay for that? How's that barber going to make their living? How's that hair? How's that restaurant owner going to support their families without their income? Oh, stimulus, stimulus, stimulus will help. $600 is nothing. Another $600 is nothing. The $2,000, oh, wait, wait, no, we, wasn't, we didn't get that. They already gave us some money, so the $1,200, nothing. You see, it's funny that while this is going on as well, we got, we got gender studies uh, money. We got money going sent to uh, the Middle East for gender studies during COVID. They're putting money to, to see if lizards can run on treadmills, if hogs can play video games. Speedboats being sent to the Middle East. Oh, you don't got to believe me. Go Google it. Go Google it. Google it. Don't take my word for nothing. See what they were spending your money on. Spending millions of dollars on new fighter jets. Spending millions of dollars on everything but trying or try, or trying to help you out and then they say you know what here american people you've been funding all our little pet projects so let's give you a one billionth of a percent of the money you've given us back acting like this stimulus isn't something that isn't just uh someone stole a hundred dollar bill from you and they gave you a penny back that's what that stimulus is so one of the reasons I decided to call this uprising is that you can't keep doing this to people. This isn't something you can play with. You can't pay people lot people's lives, people's livelihoods. You can't destroy people. There's people that's not getting on the other side of this. There's people that's businesses have shut down, that have closed. There's people that were that were told they had to stay inside and do all these regulations. Then they saw people destroy their businesses. Yes, riots in the street that people like to call peaceful protests. Say that to a lot of the black-owned businesses that you can look up videos on. Just type in the Google, BLM destroys black, BLM riot destroys black-owned businesses. Don't take my word for it. Go look at the videos yourself. If you think they're doctored, okay. But go ahead. Go look for it. Take my word for nothing. But... That happened, whether you choose to acknowledge it or not. And so these same people were told, don't um, you can't have people out here, but these people can be 
can be riding and masked up together and um, and and just a lot of people concentrated in one point destroy businesses and then said and then you can't open your business you can't maintain your businesses some people were told you know you're 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 destroying America. You're not you're not listening to mandate vast mandates. You're not trying to slow the curse, um, stop the spread and and slow the curve. You're not trying to do any of this. While governors like Cuomo and Whitmer are killing old people, straight up murdering them, straight up taking co known COVID patients instead of hospitals, shoving them into old folks' homes and killing them. Cuomo's getting a lot of heat for it. No one's on the side anymore. We all know. Like we, I mean, we've, I've known the people, the people who actually pay attention to stuff know, but like now it's a surprise to everyone on the, on the right, like, oh, or the left that, oh my goodness, I can't believe this was going on. How did we miss it? Yeah, you ignored it, you didn't miss it. He just got under too much heat too fast and he had to throw him onto a bus and abandon him. He was no longer profitable, which is what this was really about. Whitmer. <laughs> her death toll is a lot larger, but uh, you know maybe we'll see. Maybe if she's maybe if, maybe if she, it comes out that she has an assistant that she touched inappropriately, maybe then they'll 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 talk about the people that she's that she's uh that she's um helped off this mortal coil. But but if you didn't wear a mask in Walmart, you just said you're the most evil person ever. Well, let's talk about that Walmart. Walmart gets to be open, right? These big box stores, these big stores get to be open. Wonder why. Wonder who. I wonder who they had to, who fancy they had to tickle to make sure they could remain open. And it's funny because you you talk about you know not wanting to have more cases. You want people to be safe. It's funny you close down. So say for instance, here think of this for instance. You have, uh, if you're not familiar with this store, it's like an arts and crafts store called Michael's. Arts and crafts type stuff, you know, needles, thread, canvases, um, um, felt, um, paintbrushes, paints, that type of stuff. Arts and crafts. So say someone has a small business, you know, sells arts and crafts online, makes certain trinkets or makes paintings. or does, you know, arts, crafts, or sells things. You know, that's their business. They go to Michael's to offer their supplies, but Michael's Michael's closed, but Walmart stays open. So they want to keep doing their business, right? They got bills to pay. They go to Walmart instead of going to Michael's. Now think about this: if if that person would have went to Michael's instead, that would have been one less person inside of Walmart. So that would have made it so there's less people in one location. But now that that place is closed, that's just one example. There's all types of different businesses and different reasons you might go to. Maybe you only you're a person that likes to get your meat straight from a butcher. Now you go to Walmart. Maybe your person likes to likes to garden, and you have this local this local place uh, this local place that sells uh, their their seeds their seeds and whatnot and like starter plants and whatnot. They can't operate. They can't operate because government told them they can't. You go to Walmart to to get to uh, help um, make sure you got your you got the things you need. You see how more and more people are being concentrated in one area. So instead of having all these businesses open so you know the world can have multiple places so people are spread out, we've concentrated them into one place. So when people want to talk about the science, when people want to talk about, oh, let's slow the spread, but it's funny that they're completely fine 
with one place dominating where people go. And it's not just them, those other big box stores, but the point is, instead of having numerous stores that all have different things that people go there for, and specialty stores would, you can't do that. And on a larger topic of health, what's really funny is when I mentioned those people that were mostly overweight or obese, that were having the, were having the hospitalizations. Funny thing, funny thing. There was no concentrated effort. There was no. There was actually an effort against people exercising and working out. Think about this. Walmart's open, but your gym was not for a good for a good amount of time. Gym was not. Think about this. While you're in Walmart. Every time that someone's picking up something and, you know, putting it back, sometimes they may not want it there, you know, the carts and moving around. How's that cleaning environment? Yeah, they might have some protocols now. You have some outside cleaning, like the handles of the, of the carts or whatnot. How's that cleaning environment as far as people going around touching everything? All the rails and all, and picking up things and putting it back and, Picking up stuff and putting it back and how much traffic there is now with all these extra people. If you've never gone to a gym, most gym goers, not all, but most gym goers, you know, if you, you know, you have a conscience, you know, there's cleaning stations all around the gym. Typically, when you're done, when you're done, you're expected to put back your weights, your dumbbells or your plates, and then go get a spray bottle, you need to spray the bench, the bench or a or seat you were sitting on, or spray a, a paper towel you have, and then you go wipe it down, and then throw it away. So the participants of the gym are typically cleaning it throughout the day. The customers at Walmart are not cleaning it throughout the day. I don't clean anything at Walmart while I'm going through it. It's a cesspool of germs. The gym is actually pretty clean in comparison because you have people actively cleaning. Some people don't, some people don't, but some don't compared to none do at Walmart. And then you also, of course, you have you have employees cleaning. Um, you have employees cleaning at both, but I would say employees at the gym is far more uh, effective and clean far more thoroughly as they're cleaning the direct things you interact with. Yeah, you have people mopping the floors and clean and wiping the carts. But you don't have people like wiping down every single like canned good in the store. That would be ludicrous. You would never get done. But regardless of that not being feasible, it's not done. And as we've seen again, uh, the 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 people who have been dealing with this the worst and not saying the only people that have been dealing with this and could have possibly passed away or had something bad happen to them, but the people who were dealing with this the worst were the were the people that were less physically fit, you know, and also, you know, comorbidities or, you know, older people or whatnot. But, you know, the younger pe a lot of the younger people that dealt with this um, poorly were people that were that that were in poor physical shape, in poor form. And when you have no concentrated effort from the government, actually, actually the concentrated effort is closing down these gyms, closing them down so people can't work out. You know, we have, we, we have people, we have actual cases of them stripping business licenses away from, from people and 
just robbing money from them straight out their bank accounts. Again, don't believe me for nothing. Go look up gym owners. I believe it was in New Jersey. I believe that's where the gym was located. Uh, you know, forced them to be enclosed, being barred, the them taking money directly out their accounts. You know, all of that. All of that is all of that happened, and I find it incredibly disgusting. Literally stealing from these people while. Uh, while people, while people in government are having dinners, are getting their hair done, are are systematically taking out the elderly, but they just want to help people actually work out, which has been shown and proven to promote people, promote um, you know, health just in general as far as people being able to combat this better. As in, you know, a lot of athletes have dealt with this very, very well, and there hasn't been. A significant amount of cases of athletes having to or almost at all like not saying not a single athlete has had it and had a bad time but the amount is that had a bad time as athletes probably be able to be counted on one hand but there's no concentrated effort there was no concentrated effort to try to say okay guys let's try to get people to eat better while this is while this is going on to see if we can promote some type of health or something no all it, the the ads that they came out with were all fear-mongering and showing people and there's some people um, at home with their families you know or just having fun with their friends and then it would it would cut to them in a uh, hospital bed with the respirator and everything looking like they're three minutes from meeting their maker you can look up the video again don't believe me for nothing. Those are things, those things that exist. We didn't see any ad campaign saying, hey, here's what can help you. Maybe if you want to close down gyms, here, exercise at home. Here's some exercise you can do at home. Oh, here's some, here's some, food, here, here's some food choices we think you should go, you should go to. And maybe some local, some local uh, localization. Like, oh, here's where you can go and here's the deals for this week or whatever. Nothing of that sort. So when, so when you have all of this combined, you wonder why some people are upset. Why some people across the world, across the pond, especially outside America, again, if your bubble of the world and your sphere of knowledge and your sphere of how large the world is is greater than just America or yourself, you'll know that other people, like other people, are not just cool with this. Other people are not cool with the fact that they can't see their, in some cases, couldn't see their loved ones. Um, that they could that we had nurses that should have been at work and they're dancing on TikTok. Not okay with the fact that governments are telling them telling them one thing and not and ignoring their own orders. Don't like the fact that they're being taxed to that they're being taxed honestly at all and their money is being spent on other countries, not even the citizens that are paying the taxes while there's a global pandemic. You wonder why people are upset. If you want to say anything I said here are lies, please go ahead and let me know. Let me know anything. Please be specific. I will link any kind of documentation you need. But of course, you can look it up yourself. Nothing I said here is my opinion. It is all just factual information. I think people with this should look awake up to the fact that the people you lobbied for, the people you've been rooting for, the people you believe that's actually 
out to help you. We're actually the bad guys the whole time. And this isn't a Democrat, Republican thing, blue, red thing, the Trump Biden thing. So issue with the systems and power that be of the fact that people have control over you to the point of the fact that you that, that they should not have. I will say this, it's not about who sits on the throne, it's the fact that there is a throne to be sat on. That is the issue. I don't care if you like the orange man or the old or the old feeble man. I really don't care. What I care is that instead of saying, oh, I want this guy to spend spend our money. No, no, no. I want this guy to spend our money. No, no, no. He ain't gonna do it right. This guy, this guy's gonna spend our money right. Why don't we why don't, why don't we just all keep our own money and spend it where we want to spend it? Um, but people say, oh, these things help with these social problems and these things help with these people and they'll help people get out of certain economic circumstances. I can see how, you know, people like the idea of these systems and all fair statism and things. I can see how it's appealing. I can see how something like a stimulus is appealing. You gotta understand these are all bandages and we have a gaping wound, and the wound was mostly caused by the same people and the same systems you're trying to prop up and further. If government intervention into these things caused these things, more government, inf inf more government intervention is not going to fix them. That'd be like if you came in to, to your house and you hear some, er, 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 and you go into your bedroom and you see Big Brody, Big Brody um letting letting it loose in your girl. And you're like, oh my God. Tears streaming from your face, crying. You're just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I loved you. I met your parents. I met you met mine. We got a dog together, you know. She did it in front of the dog, bro. Messed up. Big Brody leaves, pats you on the back, tells you, you got a good one there. And he he leaves out. He's he's off to his next appointment. Left his underwear on the table. On on the table, you come sit next to your girl, and then, and then she tells says, "What's wrong? You want to talk about it?" And then you proceed to talk to her about it, and she's now your therapist, and she's still as she's still looking for her panties. That's a bad. That's basically equivalent to what you're doing here, when you root for these people, when you see that their intervention in things cause these problems they like to take credit for the for the good things but completely ignore the bad things that they've done they like to take credit for you know the vaccinations and whatnot but don't like to take credit for the fact that a lot of our death count uh thousands of them possibly hundreds of thousands of them came from policies and especially old folks homes that never had to happen a lot of debt type of situations, a lot of housing crises and whatnot, crises came from rent control, from prices being set by a government that has no idea about, about the market and how people actually, how much people actually need these things or incentivizations. People don't understand that Maybe, just maybe, the reason 
why people aren't paid a certain amount of money is because that job does does not require a certain amount of skill. So then they expect so then they expect every single job to be able to cover to cover every single mom and her ten kids. Because of the job created that uh created her created those ten kids. But no, I need to cover a living wage. Tell me, what's how, how do you have a living wage between Utah, California, Texas, New York, and Florida? Out of all of those places, or even I'll I'll, I'll bring it down, California, tech, California, and Texas. How's their living wage between just those two? Different living situations, different geographical location, different demographic, different level of construction, different laws, different by different uh, price controls on certain things. A lot of different factors at play. Cost of living not as high in in, um, in Texas as it is in California. So if you say a living wage, how does and especially when you talk about federal minimum wages. How does the federal government say something for an entire country that that each state lives differently than another? If the cost of living, which you can easily Google, just type in cost of living in for in uh, Texas, cost of living in California. How do you have a living wage federally mandated for both of those places? How huh. how do how do how do two different numbers? How do two different numbers and then federal government picks one number? Add up to being equal to both those two different numbers. Give you a quick answer. Doesn't. Doesn't. Better thing to do. Let those markets decide, and let the people in those markets who are familiar with those markets that have those things progress in the in the most natural fashion, at which will raise everyone's standard of living. People don't want that because people like to have control. And what a lot of people are seeing and realizing is that. There's too much control in too small a group. Because if you think about this, you've got three hundred, uh, about three hundred fifty million people in this country in U in the U S. U S of A's, about right. And let's just say, for instance, there was ten million people in government. It's not that high of a number, but let's just imagine it was. Ten million people deciding on the fates of three hundred and fifty million. Seems seems like the math off there. Seems like they wouldn't be able to possibly know what all of those different people and all of the different walks of life would want and need. So how how do we figure out what they want and need? Why don't we let them decide for themselves? They'll probably know. They probably won't know. Texas probably won't know what Florida needs. Florida probably won't know what Nebraska needs. Nebraska probably won't know what Washington needs. But Washington knows what Washington needs. Nebraska knows what Nebraska needs. Florida knows what the Florida needs. And Texas knows what Texas needs. See? Ask people like this. Would you want the government to tell you what to do in your home? Most people say no. Unless you want Biden just to come in and, you know, have his Uncle Joe time. But, uh... If you would not like them to come in and tell you exactly what to do in your house, why do you want them to tell you what to do in your city, in your county, 
in your state. Why, why, why does this not extend further? Because if you can manage your house, you can take care of your house. Why is it crazy the idea that you could take care of you know a little bit of more, a little bit of a wider range of things around you? Now, as again, so you get too large to where you control an entire country, which is just not feasible. But there's a point to where you can have discussions and talk about certain things and and help things with your community and your county and your state and things of that nature. I think that people need to uh, need to get to a state of understanding as to who's really on your side and who's really interested in helping you. Because this might not, it might not be the people you've been rooting for this whole time. Not to say you're dumb or you don't know anything or you're an idiot. None of those things. I'm going to say maybe you're ill-informed or maybe to say that you have not done sufficient research into things that you might be wrong about. A lot of people aren't willing to admit they can be wrong about certain things. And I was saying, if you believe you're right about everything, you know nothing. I'll say this, I'm a libertarian today. And before I was a libertarian, I was leaning more like Republican conservative. Before that, I was more apolitical, but you know, leaning more like lefty, leftist type situation. Like default leftist, right? Now, before I be um before I uh left the more conservative uh Republican style of thinking, I didn't know libertarians exist. I didn't know what it was. Big shout out to Eric D. July for help with that. Thomas Sowell, you know, the good guys. <laughs> but big shout out to them because I didn't know what that was, and you know, now that I call myself that. Just think about how wrong I had to be, at least of my own physical, how I feel, how wrong I believed my, my previous self to be, to not to uh, be so wrong that what I believe now to be right, to not even know existed. When I was not a libertarian, I didn't even know it existed. So I was so wrong, I didn't know that the right answer existed. That's how wrong I was. So I'm willing to be wrong about certain things. Some of, you, some of you might have seen my uh, Sexuality is a Mess Today podcast. I might have seen my um, argument review I had with someone talking about that podcast. I had an argument about uh, stati- uh, statistical information. We had um, given you both sent each other papers as far as our evidence. And I was willing to see if I was wrong. I went and looked, out, looked, looked at the study, read, this, read, his study, read both studies, read his study, pointed out some some uh, concerning information in his study that I thought made it questionable. Man didn't want to read mine. He said, here's my opinions on yours with absolutely zero knowledge, and I will not read it, and I have, don't need to read it to know what's in it because I know everything. He didn't say I know anything, everything part, but essentially is what he was espousing. He knows everything. He has no need to read it. Interesting thing, though, is that he was wrong on all the points that he, that he mentioned, and I... And I called him out on it and made a whole video about it. I made a whole video about it. He helped me. He, he, he just made more content for me. But that's one of those things. Like, I was willing to be wrong. I went to read a study to see, like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I went to read it. I wasn't, but I, I read it. And there's got more information. That's one of those things I would say that 
I would say that once you find whatever positions you believe in, whatever you find what positions you believe, you think, because after I got to the conservative standpoint, I kept I was looking for more things down that path. I was looking for more things against it, more things looking um, both left and right, just trying to find like suss out more details and more ways of thinking, you know, to find to keep challenging myself to see, oh, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this right? Is this wrong? Which I led to libertarianism because I kept looking for a way to prove myself wrong. I think if you keep looking for a way to prove yourself right, all you're going to find is information that it, that is confirmation bias. And you're not going to find anything that's going to say, oh, hey, this, this is actually the answer you're looking for. This is the thing that you're going to want to uh, to maybe adopt. But you might completely miss it because you're not willing to be wrong. Of course, you don't want to be wrong. No one wants to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to be right all the time. I want to be the smartest person in the room. And I want to be able to destroy anyone in an argument. The only way that I can do that, though, is by being wrong. Once you're wrong, that's you're now on the path to be right. You're now on the path to look for information. I'm not saying you have to be wrong forever. You have to be wrong for this amount of time. And then you can start being right. I'm not saying any of that. What you all have to do is that everybody is wrong about something every no, no one knows everything everybody is either wrong or ill-informed on something and once you realize you're ill-informed on something you can stop you can move away from being wrong and admit that i don't know i don't know information or something if i don't know a certain thing i'll say i don't i don't have info like if i'm getting into a bait with someone i'll say I don't have enough information on that topic, so I take what you said as face, as face value for now, but I would have to look into the information and receipts of that myself. But as of right now, if there's no alternative and you are not lying to me, I would say, okay, cool, that's uh, um, that's uh, that I, I, I believe I believe you to be right in that instance. If there's no if there's nothing to the contrary, and what you're telling me is true, that's what I tell people, because if I don't know something, I'm not going to pretend like I do. But some people won't do that. Some people will set will make claims and say things as if they know everything and as if what they're saying is the gospel and there's nothing that can challenge it. And I think that's deeply concerning. I think that's deeply concerning, deeply worrying, and I think that that's something that people people need to get away from. It's not something we need. We need we need any more of. We got plenty of it got plenty of it and if we get more people thinking like themselves more people to question things around them more people to see what do you actually want out of things out of life out of leaders out of out of governments out of jobs out of society and when you sit down and say like you know what do i want out of myself and what can i put out there and you compound all that together you might find that the people and the positions you take and root for and uphold are not doing the same for you and they're not treating you as you treat them they're not going to bat for you they're not going to believe in you and they're not going to live up to those expectations you have a lot of people have a lot of expectations for biden a lot of people have a lot of expectations for trump a lot of both of them did not live up to a lot of people's expectations in different ways. In some ways they did, in some ways they didn't, but in a lot of different ways they didn't live up to people's expectations. Trump talked a lot about draining the swamp, yet 
Edward Snowden and Julian Assange are still unpardoned. But Lil Wayne and Kodak had their pardon, you bet, you bet for sure. Biden, you only get $2,000. Got $1,200. Takes credit for vaccines. Does gives no credit to Operation Warp Speed. He did move the timetable up, but gave no credit to Warp Speed. Constantly forgets he's president. Caused Kamala president, multiple occasions. Kamala calls herself president, multiple occasions. Do not correct themselves, because there's no need for correcting. All I'm saying is that, as you can see, with whatever side you're on, whatever you believe, who to be right, red, blue, dim, dim Republican, orange man, feeble man, old man, whatever you want. It don't matter. Let's get rid of this seat and throw it out. Now no one can sit. No one can sit on there. We're all on the same level. There's no seat to sit above everybody else. We're all on the same level. Let all of us decide our own fates. And when you see that your life is truly in your hands and you get to truly feel that and experience that and express that and not have something oppressed or pushed onto you, by whatever party or ideology, that's when that's when things will really change, and that's when thing you might see that the answer was really in you the whole time. There's no answer to be found somewhere else. You gotta do the work, and you gotta make the change for yourself. So, why'd I call this one uprising? want people to take an uprising to their own thoughts and opinions and move forward of their own accord. So please, let's have an uprising. That's it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minds of Culture podcast. Please leave a review. It really helps. If you want more Syntax content, be sure to check out my pop culture and anime podcast, Tasteful Fan Service, and the Syntax YouTube channel, where I analyze and discuss my favorite movies, games, anime, and more. Follow my socials at Syntax on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're feeling especially generous, please help fund future content by becoming a patron on the Syntax Patreon page. And as always, think for yourself.